0: Our heroes are on a quest, ready to retrieve a lost item for a down-and-out goblin. Well, most of our heroes are here to help. Butch isn't so sure that the goblins of Booty Bay are any more trustworthy than the goblins of the Pleasure Palace. Sly Garrett has set up a meeting between the party and the first mate of the ship that the party is hoping to board. Can they convince the pirate to let them join the crew? We'll find out today when we queue up for more heroic dungeons and dragons. Ari? You are walking through town. Roll an investigation check. You're looking for a dude.
1: I'll, I ain't looking uh, for nobody. Well, do you want me to do it? Or because um, I do have a plus five to investigation.
2: I'm kind of walking like on a mission, so I'm not really paying attention. So we'll have you focus do it because you're the one that's kind of like, look like I'm focused right well, now. So, so yes, I think.
0: So Beans is Ari's in lead. That's why I had asked her to do it. But if you want to oh. help, um, I will let one of you, of the two of you, one of you can roll with advantage, or each of you can do your own rolls.
3: Well, I will not roll. be rolling because I ain't looking. <laughs> I'll, I'll. I, I see, I
1: see. Ari's single-minded focus at this point, and I'll start to look and investigate. Um, and I will roll with advantage which I don't think is necessary. Oh, okay. Um so 22 on the advantage roll and I'm going to basically like Ari's like stop 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 and I just kind of give her like a, like two hands on the shoulder like a turn that way. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay um the docks are crowded a little bit um it takes you a moment to see them and then bang right there there he is he's like a taller dude he's got that shiny bald head with that big like fiery red hair around the outside like uh male pattern baldness style real big like curled mustache couldn't miss him for the world um he's walking around out on the docks and he turns and hangs a left and goes into an alleyway and then like you're oh wait oh hurry up oh, and you hurry on forward and you see him make a right into a building um he's back to the future to biff Tannen uh sports almanac rolled up in his back pocket style you see <laughs> a book sticking out of his back pocket
1: perfect uh the building he went into is it crowded or at least there's a number of people in this building because my, my idea, my, my thought is to literally re- to reenact him ramming into Ari, but turn it around and yell at him for not watching where he's going. And then in that moment, sleight of hand, that book out of his back pocket,
3: out of his butt, out of his booty.
0: There are not other uh, people in this back alley building area but that is a technique you can try to pull off um you make your way forward uh you would be in the lead now at this point then if that's the plan um and you're sort of like hanging out waiting and it takes you a minute and then he sort of like comes walking out and in that hot second where he doesn't think that anyone's going to be in here you come running forward and bump into him um i want to know how the interaction goes and i want to know what you say to him as you run into him and he says get out of my way yeah mermaid mary and monkey
1: why don't you watch where you are going you big giant lug of a whale taking up all this entire space this entire doorway how dare you think that you are bigger and better than anybody else this entire world just completely taking up this entire space you're Bigger than a friggin' bus. Now, I don't even understand what the heck is going on here. That you are so rude to me. Just literally, like, oh my god, I can't believe you ran into me like this. This is just unbelievable. And in this process, at, at some point in this, I'm I'm going to try to sleight of hand that off book off of him.
0: Okay, so it is in his back pocket. He is looking right at you. I need a sleight of hand check with disadvantage.
1: It would have been in, in, in the bump, like... Oh, okay, like never as mind. In, yeah, as in, like, the bump happened, and now I'm throwing a, a misdirection of the...
0: And then not with disadvantage. Thank you.
3: Okay, so while this is happening, I'm out of out of sight around the corner, leaning up against the wall, got one, you know, foot kind of dangling over the other, checking my nails. Focus rolls a 22 on that sleight of hand check.
0: This was going to be a whole thing. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you bump into him, grab the book out of his pocket, and also hide it on your person somewhere so that he doesn't see that you're holding it in, his, in your hand. And you give him this whole slew of like insults that are... Um, I mean, they're not practiced. They're very improvised, but they're very loud and they're very, like, you're pointing your finger and it's just a lot of Karen energy. Like, you got the big Karen energy going and you're just <laughs> yelling and hollering and pointing. And um, he's getting angrier and angrier as you're yelling at him. And finally, he, 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 when you, when you stop eventually, he goes, I'm gonna devour your parrot you mutinous blowfish and he grabs for his back pocket and the book isn't there and this feeling of oh shoot like he he was ready to go like he was ready to pick a fight and now he doesn't have like he reached for it like it was a weapon and doesn't have it anymore (laughs) and he and this look comes over his face and he sees that you're standing there and Ari I assume you're standing there too Litigious? Yeah, I'll
2: kind of yes.
0: Okay. Um Butch, are you you said you were around the corner. Are you visible to this guy? No. Okay. Um
3: And I'm barely paying attention. I'm just kind of giggling.
0: Are you guys weapons out?
3: No.
2: I am not, no.
0: Okay. Um He would He would close his eyes for a second and try his best to remember an insult from the book, and he says there's not enough rum in the world to make your face look good, you blasted, sorry, sea bass. And he says it as though that's supposed to do something. And you feel nothing. You feel like it, it's, it has the same sort of cadence as when Ari insults people and it hurts them. But you you feel no effect from this. And he slowly looks like he's becoming panicked. Um, he gets, he pulls his fists up like he's ready to start throwing fists, but... What?
1: I was just going to say that uh, um, I, I'm not blocking his way, so if he wants to make a hasty retreat, he can. He can he can bust out of there real quick if he wants to.
0: You're going to regret that, you hard-boiled turtle slapper. And he turns around and, and books it. If you let him do that, then that will be the end of this encounter.
1: That's up to Ari. Right, I think we got our...
3: Just revenge on that one. I'll I'll go ahead and stick my foot out. Just see to <gasps> see if he uh <laughs> <he> tied tie, <laughs> tie his shoelaces together like that. And I'm I'm around the corner, I, I I hear thud 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 and I just kinda put my foot out to trip him.
0: <laughs> okay, uh roll. Hmm... Oh, you know what? That the closest that we would get to that is like when you take the attack action to shove somebody prone. I think. So why don't you roll me a roll me an unarmed unarmed strike strike. attack? Okay, a sixteen. You successfully trip him um, as he goes. He's he starts to he's not sprinting running, but he's moving faster than a walk. Uh, he trips over your outstretched foot that he didn't see because you were hiding around the corner of the building, tumbles across the ground, vroom, 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 vroom. stands back up, turns around, sees that now, oh, it's three people. And th- what do you think you're looking at? you sniveling. what am I? Dinner loaf. And he turns and s- still keeps running.
3: Oh, I'm so sorry, Mr. I sure didn't mean to do that. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh, I'm sorry. Oh, oh well, I guess he's leaving now.
0: He takes off. Um, <laughs> Falcus, you are in the possession of the Goblin's Insult Book, and as you hold it in your hand, you can feel that it is magical. You don't understand fully the nature of its magic, but you can feel it in your fingers as you hold it.
1: Okay, and uh, the way you kind of described, too, how he was starting to spout out and ready to grab that book, I'm like, turn to Arya, I'm like, this kind of has uh, that same kind of feel as uh, when you start to put your your charms and your wills out there. Some of your words that you say. Here, why don't you uh, hang on to this, take a look at it if you want, and um, up to, y- I mean,
2: whatever you were supposed to give this back to the goblin, right? I hand it off to her. So, I guess I would take it and I am assuming because I have my own trinket and things, I'm going to feel it right away and know what it is.
0: You are going to feel that it is magical in nature. You do not fully understand how the magic works. If you were to take the time of a short rest, let's say an hour, studying it, reading it, feeling through its magics, you would have a better idea for how it works. Um... But more than that, or, I can't
3: share or with you. Could you, the you say attunement?
2: <laughs> <laughs> so I'm flipping through this book and looking at it, and I know we still have some time. So I just turned to Butch and Focus. I'm like, you know what? After this, I think we all need a drink. Let's go get something to drink. I'm just going to kind of flip through this a little bit while we. See if something comes to me.
3: Oh, you're just gonna flip through this magic book as if you're not gonna, uh, as if you're not gonna keep it for yourself. I, I, I see. This was all about an innocent goblin.
2: Okay, we did not know it was magic. And Mister, I'm just gonna sit back and let you, Pow Pow, who put his leg out after focus and I decided to let him run.
3: Yeah, I had to get in a little bit of fun too. Uh, but you did say something about a drink. Let's go to the to the to salty mermaid or whatever it is. In a get a get lot ale,
0: you guys make your way back to the salty sailor. Um, you pass the mailbox on the way in, whole deal it turns, and then you get into the bar area. Are you going up to the rooms that you rented? Or are you hanging out in the bar area where there's like food and drink doing? It sounded like you guys were doing the food and drink business. Yes.
1: yeah, but the, yeah, well, is the time of the day about the time that we're gonna see that uh, uh, first mate come through here? Because that might be about the time that we're looking through that book, too.
0: No, um, after the hour that it would take to, as Summer was hinting, uh, attune to the magic item, um, (laughs) after that time, it would start to be getting um, kind of close to sundown, but you still have some time left.
3: I'll tell you what, I'm going to go upstairs and drop off some of this stuff. We got a couple of vials. We got we got a big gallon jug that's empty. I don't need to be carrying that around. We got a couple of vials. We ain't going to be doing nothing with any of this right now. So uh, I'm going to drop some stuff off. You know, you know. I, uh... Maybe relieve myself. I put... Uh, so I've got a
1: note here about that we have the jug. Um, I put the two flasks in my inventory, and I paid out of my money, if you... If nobody else did that yet, that I took care of it.
3: Oh, oh, that was very generous of you for that four copper.
1: Just do my part.
2: I'm gonna go ahead to like the corner of the bar and just like start flipping through these books while these two do whatever they're doing. Well, it's gonna take a
3: while for me to poop, so uh, <laughs> I'll just I'll just let you read. I, I definitely could have used a magazine myself, but you know. And then maybe I'll take, take in a little bit of a nap before uh b- before our, you know, wink wink nudge nudge meeting.
0: Okay. Um are you planning on returning the insult book to the goblin? Out of curiosity.
2: I want to know what it is first. Okay. And if it's Clearly something that can you're help not, me.
3: <laughs> This is the magical item well, that you're going to spend am... an hour attuning yourself to and you're and you're going to be the one that's attuned to it once you do that
2: uh, okay, I don't know what that... I'm not going to lie. I don't know what that means at all, like me looking through this book. I just want to know what it is, is what I'm trying to figure out.
0: It's not the same as, like, a soulbound piece of armor in Warcraft, but it's kind of similar. You can have three magic items attuned to you at a time. Um, it's a balancing limitation because there's a lot of cool magic items out there. Uh, so... Okay. When you attune to an item, you have an understanding of how it works. You can use its magical properties, and you can choose to stop being attuned to it if you wanted to, um, but that's to the player's discretion. Uh, when you have to spend time like put, like put uh, uh, um, accessing the power of the item, it takes an hour to fully attune to it, at which point you would be able to use it. So if that's what you're going to be spending your time doing, what I need you to do is go on your D and D beyond character sheet and click the equipment tab, Mm -hmm. click where it says manage equipment. And in the box that opens, there's a filter. I need you to search for a slightly chewed insult book.
2: Okay.
3: You just got some magic gear. Uh, is what happened? See,
2: I don't know. I was just trying to figure out what it was, and then we were going to go back and question the goblin about it.
0: Well, yeah, but this is going to this is going to explain what it is. So I'll I'll read it for the purposes of the the audience. Uh, Garnick, good stitch. The light, vendor, the light armor vendor in Booty Bay and Amateur Insult Comic lost this insult book after using it on an overly sensitive patron. While, <laughs> while attuned to it, you may reference the slightly chewed insult book when insulting a foe to make your words more dangerous. Doing so will increase the size of the damaged dice used when you cast Vicious Mockery one time. You may also increase the size of the bardic inspiration dice that you use when you insult a foe using your bard's cutting words class feature one time. The the dice increase to one size larger than normal. For example, a d4 becomes a d6. You must decide to reference the slightly chewed insult book before casting vicious mockery or using cutting words. The power of the insult book is expended whether the enhanced ability succeeds or fails. The slanderous power of the insult book recharges after you finish a long rest.
3: Oh, okay. So she she can use it one time and then after a long rest, she can use it again.
0: Once per day to enhance vicious mockery and cutting words each once per day.
3: Oh, I can use it. Okay. Okay. Then after a long rest, you can use it again.
2: I did not expect that. So sorry, I'm... I'm my expectation was not that. So give me just,
3: I don't think any of us expected you to get a magic item (laughs) drop.
0: Well, it was supposed to be a combat encounter, but you disarmed the guy and (laughs) there we go. And I have like, just for grins, I have a list of the slightly chewed insult book insults from the pirate event that happens in booty Bay every year. Um, This, (laughs) this item was inspired by a scene from, uh, Monkey Island. Um, and I have a list of the insults from the insult sword fighting from Monkey Island prepared. And I was going to do cutting words and vicious mockery every turn while you guys had a combat <sighs> encounter with this guy. And it was every one of them was like, they're all those ridiculous, stupid insults. I have a whole list of them. So we're not going to do any of those things because you just disarmed the guy and he ran <laughs> away. Um,
3: well, now you can give that list to, to Amanda and <laughs> she can use that. Yeah, leave it to players to ruin a DM's entire uh, always. Plan.
0: Yeah, that's the job. That's what you're. That was
3: Okay. So Man, I this have... combat encounter is going to be awesome. <laughs> I got so many great insults. I did all this research. Uh-huh. I got got this whole list. I went to the pirate thing, and oh, okay, oh, you just you just you just made him pee his pants
2: and run away. Okay. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Okay, so I'm sitting in here, and I've kind of realized what this book is, so I'm just flipping through it, waiting for Falkus and Butch to finish up their Butch bathroom and nap. and I would
1: Falkis have been sitting just... at the table with you, just drinking. Okay.
2: So so I'm just flipping through, kind of waiting for Butch so I can kind of tell them what I've discovered. Okay. So um,
3: it it's going to be after daylight savings time starts, so probably about... Four o'clock's getting a little dark. Um, <laughs> and I, uh, after a little bear nap, just a little one, uh, I, I, head, I head down. I'm getting a little a little bit hungry. And uh, I plop myself down uh, real heavy, kaboom, into a chair
2: uh, next to Ari. And I just kind of perk up and I'm like, that little sneaky snake, that goblin wasn't innocent. This here, this is not a regular insult book. This has all kinds of magic on it. No wonder he got people to laugh at these things.
3: This was never about an innocent goblin, Ari. And I'm, I'm. Ha- so, so what, what do you, what are you gonna do with this book? You, are
1: I'm, we heading over there now to give it to I'm him? I'm sitting, I'm sitting there like picking at my fingernails with a with a knife, and I was like, no,
2: she's gonna freaking keep it. Of course, I'm gonna keep it. This goblin shouldn't have this kind of power. Sitting here playing all innocent and oh, I don't feel the same without my magic. No. No, this is, no, this does not need to be in his lands. He's going to cause more damage anyway with it. He doesn't know what he has.
3: Cause more damage. All he was trying to do was get people to laugh. Oh, that poor innocent goblin without his book. (laughs) All right, Butch.
2: All right. I should march you right over there to to return it. You, you were right. This may have not slightly been about. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What was that?
3: What was that? What was that? What was
2: that? What? Butch? Hmm? You were right. All right. This was not necessarily about the innocent little goblin. Okay. And you may have been right that no one has ever called a goblin innocent until today, so mark it down. Okay. But yes, I am keeping this book, and it is going to help us when we eventually go up north and gallivant around with the trolls. So... Oh, it we're gallivanting
3: thinking. with trolls now. We ain't just killing them and getting their boiling blood. We're gonna gallivant. Okay, well, you, you, I, I'm happy for you, and I'm more happy that that I'm right. <laughs> anyway. Well, what what's good tonight? Garcon? Garcon, what, 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 what's good tonight for, for dinner?
0: The goblin behind the bar says, yeah, I don't know who Garcon is. My name is Philamug. Um, and he would you know he would describe like the food that's available there's like fish dinners and you know it's a lot of a lot of seafood type uh type fare uh plenty of beer on tap all that sort of thing and he would get you set up in short order um as you guys start putting all that together um what like several patrons are coming in because it is getting to be about dinner time one of them mm. um really makes the boards creak as he walks in kind of a bigger bigger fellow, red and um red and white furred pandaren enters the bar. Long, flowy white shirt, like the kind that, you know, sailors wear sometimes. And the fur on his head is a little bit plastered down the way that it looks like if you've been wearing a hat all day and then took it off. Um, And, you know, you guys are generally aware of your surroundings, so you happen to look up and see that this, okay, someone else has walked in, whatever, no one makes note of it. uh, Except for Butch, who recognizes this Pandaren. Um, the individual that just walked in, uh, is named Billy Greenhops and you remember him, uh, as being a very friendly, very, um, uh, outgoing and like give the shirt off your off his back kind of guy. Who lived on the other side of the Valley of the Four Winds from where your farm was? You had had a lot of interactions with him. At one point, he was like, um, you know, helping other farms with their crop. One year, when the like things weren't good in the valley, at one point, Uh, there like he's you you've had a long relationship with this gentleman, and he's he's the kind of guy who you, you remember fondly. And you see him, you happen to see him walk into the establishment. Billy! What? Billy, is that you? Butch, con- butch, spe- butch, conspires. I live and breathe. Oh, how you doing, brother? And he walks oh over, gives you the big old. Billy,
3: what? A, what, uh, what are you even doing on this side of the
0: planet? well i you know first of all uh you guys are both doing this sort of like huge not to make a joke but this big bear hug where (laughs) both of you are trying their best to lift the other off the ground in the in the hug you know like the they're you're trying to out compete each other for the for the lift up um he's oh man i'm i'm just here in town doing some business you know how it is man you always got to make sure that uh you know things are running smooth well, I'm so glad to see you. What's going on? How you been doing?
3: Well, you know, I just been traveling. You know, ever since what what happened. Yeah, you know? yeah. T- My
0: condolences. <laughs> you know, I'm always here for you if you need something.
3: I I, I sure appreciate that. But you know, a- after all that, I, I I didn't I did need to leave Pandaria. But you know, I've been you know I've been adventuring you know, all course. over the place. You know, you know, c- killing green green demons or whatever. But, um. Hey, that was you. That <laughs> was one of us. You know, there was twenty five of us, and I in knew that it had group. to have been
0: somebody like that. Man, I knew you would be up there doing the right thing.
3: Oh man, hey, you still you you, you still uh making those little sandwiches with the with the
0: with the with the, the, the burn symbol on top? Yeah, see it right in there, man. You know how it is. We got it. Well, for you know, for and he turns and says, "I'm so sorry." I i should have introduced myself i should be more of a gentleman my my name is i forget uh my name is billy greenhops and it is a pleasure to meet both of you how uh, what how how do i have the the pleasure of introductions
3: well this is my buddy focus and uh, focus,
0: focus how and you I? doing big old bear slap <laughs> to the
3: back like oh god <laughs>
1: well, <Focus laughs> and I. yeah
0: he'll get you that way <laughs>
3: <laughs> we, we we met we, we were old fighting buddies you know, back in the day, we're old fighting buddies, and and then th- this this young lady here is his uh non-romantic companion, M- M- Ms. Ari.
0: <laughs> Ma'am, it is a pleasure to meet you. And he does the like the hand if you if you if you reach your hand out, he would do the hand kiss. Talk.
2: Yeah, I would reach my hand out to kind of yeah. I'm just in shock at all this because I this is the most animated I've seen Butch in a long time. So I'm just sitting there, kind of wide eyed, watching the most animated you've seen
1: Butch in all the time. <laughs> it's like every single day, with Butch's <laughs> animated.
3: I know that's right. So these the, the these people taking me around because you know I had never seen much of Azeroth before. You know, just being being from where, where we were before the myths rose or whatever. Mm. And um, they're they're trying to take me all around, showing me places. Gee, have you ever heard of the pleasure palace
0: nah I can't say that I have
3: I'm just you know what if you do hear about it go ahead and skip it I mean it's it's a lot of fun but you better bring a lot of money
0: <laughs> well uh you know not to uh not to toot my own horn a little bit there but uh that might not be that might not be too hard I'm just you know just saying
3: Oh really? What you oh, got yeah. what, what did you What'd you get yourself into these days?
0: Well, you know me. I just I've been doing, you know, you, you got to get into business where you can get into business, right? And uh, well, we were doing the the, the steak sandwiches and the the, the the cow meats and the the searing the, the the meats and all that That was that was real good. That was real good. I met some folks um who were really down and out, you know, down on their down on their luck. And, uh, well, what they really needed was a chef. So, um, well, I, I hired onto uh, a crew of, of sailors and, um, I've been, I've been working with them for a little while and it's, it's been fun. They, they, they bring me all over and it's just like what you were saying where, you know, you get out and travel the world and explore and, and it's, it's, it's nice because, you know, you know, I, I like to, I like me a, a good meal. Well, they can, they like a good meal too. So I've been working with them and it's been, it's been good money. You know, what, not, that, what, not that the money is the most important thing, but it has, it has been good. So
3: wait a minute. What kind of, what kind of sailors are you in with when, you, when you're talking about sailors?
0: They, they're really nice people. They, they've had some, they've had some hard times recently and it's not been easy for them, but, uh, they are really, really nice people. There's, um, mostly humans. Uh, there's an elf, um, there's a gnome. Oh, you ever met a gnome? These tiny little guys. And um
3: I've seen them running around sometimes, yeah.
0: Would you believe that our helmsman is a gnoll? You ever seen one of these picture of vermin but like th- like big and not uh, like a little more doggish than rabbitish and um smells well, not to be not not to be rude, but smells a little bit like the open ocean if you know what I'm saying. Oh. mm mm-hmm. Mhm.
3: What was it? You're talking about the gnome smell. Oh, right,
0: no, like big old, uh, like a big old dog man.
3: Oh, I thought you said a gnome. Dogman. I thought I you said earlier. gnome. I did earlier. There
0: was a tiny little gnome. He's fun. He's a good dude. But, okay, uh, no, so, our helmsman, our helmsman's a gnome, like a big old dog dude.
3: Oh my gosh. I heard about them. I thought they were, they
0: were <laughs> living south of Stormwind. Uh, yeah. I think that gentleman might actually be from that echo to woods, as a matter of fact.
3: Hmm. Hmm. So, so that they got you cooking on a boat. What kind of what what, what kind of is it, what kind of boat is this? Are they uh, shipping? You know, are they uh, bringing stuff from one place to another? Are they. What's going on?
0: Well, the precise and specific nature. Um. Probably. I don't know that I'm really in the in the in the position to say ah, we're close though, man. We're close. So he sits down with you. Um, And around the same time that he sits down with you, Sly Garrett would come walking in. And he would look at the table of the four of you sitting together and say, oh, you guys have met.
1: That's exactly who I thought this was.
3: (laughs) Well, I'll tell you what. Oh, Billy here. Uh, (laughs) Billy here. I've known him all my life. We went to school together. In fact, I remember... uh, he used to hang out with my sister a little bit and go on those big, uh, you know, school dances. <laughs> that was that was a lot of fun back then. Oh, yeah, yeah. But,
0: life life sure was being a lot more simple in the in the in the good old days.
3: Hmm. But yeah, we we've known each other all our lives, and I, I sh- I'm sure I'm happy that uh, Billy that you can meet these Fawkes and Ari. But wait a minute, Sly, Sly, is this who you were talking about earlier?
0: Uh, yeah, this is you my, You talking uh, about uh, Billy? <laughs> yeah, oh. Billy, and he seems, like, surprised by the name. He says, Billy is my friend from the shipping company that I was telling you about. Is there, um, is there somewhere more private that we might be able to have a frank discussion? And Billy's like, well, wait a minute. You, you're talking about, they're looking to, to, to do some crewing up? And, um... Sly Garrett would say, well, uh, that's to be determined, but maybe we can make something work for you. Why don't we go upstairs and find a quieter place? Well, we, we can sure
3: go upstairs, you know, and uh, and talk, because you know we want to be in the room where it happened. <laughs> make some decisions over dinner. So we're gonna go upstairs, I guess. Yeah, you guys can
0: easily gather up your plates. Um, Billy would do the, uh, like... I always picture, like, the girl on the front of, is it the Bex bottle? Who has, like, three mugs of beer in one hand and three mugs of beer in the other? That sounds right. He does one of those. And he's like, yeah, I'm ready to go. Let's go on up. And, you know, you guys can make your way up to the room. And he leans in and he says, now, listen, I didn't know that you guys were all the ones that I was here to talk to. But this is great. I can't wait. I, I really hope that you guys decide to sign on. the the." the Bloodsail Buccaneers have had some really hard times recently and I've been helping them out and man, they sure are appreciative of it. And I know that with your abilities, I mean, you know, captain's probably going to want you to deck decks and whatnot, but I think I can talk them into something a little bit better for you guys. And then what'll end up happening is, uh, well here, let's get into the room and discuss it in a little bit more detail.
3: All right then. But, uh, hand me one of them cold beers and uh, we can sit down and talk about it.
0: <laughs> Who are you talking about? Hands you one of them beers, and he hands you two of the beers. <laughs> you guys gather your food and your drinks and your extra drinks and you make your way up. There's like a stairway, and then there's like a common room, and you have to do almost like a U-turn shaped kind of maneuver where you hang a left and hang another left, and you walk across literally a rope bridge that is suspended over the bar area. It's like the craziest setup for an inn. And then in that area, there are, it's like a hallway with a couple of different doors that lead into private rooms. Um, The hallway is domed, almost as though it's an upside down turned uh, ship, and then as you enter into one of the rooms, you see it's you know it's a sparsely furnished kind of room where there's like a table with some chairs and some beds and all that sort of stuff set up. Your standard you know inn slash hotel kind of a room, but the door does close and you guys do have a bit of privacy. And at this point, everybody is you know able to sit down and you know spread all their stuff around and whatever. And Billy would say. The blood sails, those guys, the, the that I'm working with on the ship, they're a bunch of really nice uh, young men and women. They have had really just a heck of a time getting back on their feet after well, what all happened a couple years ago. They were telling me, man, that they used to run this town and then they got run out of town and they tried to take it, you know, back and man, those 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 Blackwater raider pirates that done set up camp in here they shoot them off real good so there's only there's not very many of them left and they were sailing around looking for some help and i signed on with them which they were appreciative because i can cook me up a fancy meal if uh you know what i'm saying i know butch knows what i'm talking about
3: i know what you're talking about <laughs> That's right
0: and uh, well, it wasn't all that long before they uh, they done did promoted me to first mate. So uh, you're talking to first mate battle chin. That's wait that's a me. minute,
3: you went you went from cooking sandwiches to to first mate well, on a pirate I went from, ship.
0: I went from well, they're not pirates. They you know they 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 have a sailing background, and they done maybe a couple of things that I uh, a hundred percent in accordance with the laws necessarily, but you know, who hasn't,
3: you know what I mean? Exactly.
0: (laughs) Right. You tell them again, it's been, you know, it's been a long time since they've had the, you know, their, their spot where they're supposed to, you know, live, live quietly and, and, and do what's right. And when you're, when you're desperate, when you're hungry and when you are out of money and you're out of resources, you know, sometimes, well, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. And I understand that. I sympathize with these, with these folk. Um, So I feel bad. I felt bad for them. So I started cooking them their sandwiches and their fish meals. And their, you know they they carry a lot of fruits on that ship, which is good because you know you don't want your gums bleeding or nothing. So they got got all that taken care (laughs) of. Very health conscious. Um, But no, it wasn't straight from chef to first mate. That'd be ridiculous. I was, you know, I had a couple of different jobs on the ship over the course of time. But as it happens now, they done did. uh, They started calling me by. My Name is Billy Greenhops, and you know that, but they started calling me Battle Chin for some reason. I'm not sure exactly why. Battle Chin? Battle, you talking to First Mate Battle Chin. It's a pleasure battle to meet chin. you. No. Nah. Pleasure to meet you. And he pantomimes ah! pulling a pirate hat <laughs> off his head. Battle
3: Chin. I like Yank on his little beard. A, talk about your little soul patch over here, old Battle Chin. <laughs>
0: Well, you well, we get into battle, and you see just how battle chin play. Well, you know already. You know I don't have to tell you mm, nothing. Mm, I mm, got to prove mm. nothing to my old friend. Um, yeah, but uh, but that's that's where we are now. And uh, you know the captain's been looking for more folk because well, I'll let you you. I mean, Garrett here is ready to speak for uh, for for your compatriots, and I know you personally, and I know that you're a good person. So I I share with you what the battle plan here is. After they get them a crew together, there is this old um, castle fortress. I'm not really sure. I ain't never been there, but they told me about it. Where uh, the blood sale uh, buccaneers used to spend a lot of time uh, had this big old keep. And um, what old? Uh, what the old captain's been telling me? What the captain's been telling me is that that place has. All of the extra uh, treasures and armaments and equipments that we're going to need to finally go ahead and go retake Booty Bay for the blood sales. So that's my job is to help. You look like what, what's going on, Butch. You look like you. Oh you no, I'm just. Uh, thoughts.
3: You just, you just, you just mentioned a, they got a keep full of full of weapons and armaments. That's. That's well, that's interesting to me because you know it seems Booty Bay's a little bit empty of all that.
0: Well, uh, yeah, we 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 borrowed a little bit from you know the bad guys, but um, what we needed that for was for the retaken because so it's been a while. It's out on an island and it's a jungly kind of place, and well, Captain was a little concerned that maybe there might be you know. Some monsters or some thieves or some this and that that might be living there. Not, you know, like your jungle monsters, like your big old lizards and and frogs and things, but also, you know, who knows what else. Um, So what we've been doing is we've been crewing up and uh, we're going to head on out there and just, you know, make sure we got our our swords at our sides, if you know what I'm saying. And, you know, just visit, make sure that... um, got to clear the place out basically make sure that there ain't no surprises and then uh, once that's the case we're gonna have ourselves a little home base and like i said captain says that there's a whole room full of untouched treasures supposedly so we're gonna get in there and we're gonna get our finance on if you know what i'm saying and then uh, at that point we're gonna be able to hire some more ships and we're gonna be able to get some more crew together and we're gonna be able to divvy up the monies and we're gonna be able to you know put put these these poor blood sale kids, man, they, they've had a hard time for a long time, and it's been, well, they, they want they want their town back, so we're, I'm gonna go ahead and help them with that. That's the plan. I,
3: I got a question now. You, know, you 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 mentioned taking stuff from the bad guys. Who mm-hmm. who do y'all consider the bad guys?
0: Well, see, you know, Booty Bay once upon a time used to be uh, run by the blood sales. And right. they had this happy time where, you know, they were a crew of sailors and they would go out and do their sailing business. But then, you know, they settled up here in town and they had this nice little protected cove and they made sure that, you know, they had all their stuff in order. And then the the, the Blackwater Raiders, which are the pirates that are outside that be, you know, guarding the place from intrusions, um... They invaded and took the place over and kicked all of the, the good blood sale folk out. And he goes on to describe this situation. Go ahead and, um, I mean, you uh, go ahead and roll a history check, everybody, as he describes all this.
3: I got a, I actually got a, um, critical a natural 20 if that makes any difference.
0: Okay.
2: Ari got a 17. Focus got a 17.
0: Um I'm looking at the dice. Ari, it looks like you rolled oh, wait twice. Wait. No, no, no. Uh
1: oh.
0: It looks like oh, Ari I did? rolled okay. twice. Sorry, I
2: got a I got a 21. And then I was looking at the okay. wrong one. I got a 16 on Focus. Sorry.
0: <laughs> okay. So, um Focus feels like that he doesn't quite remember. I mean, you you've been a student of general history and knowledge and whatnot that doesn't sound right to you um butch and ari are convinced that the story he's telling you that the blood sales used to run booty bay and that they were ousted by the blackwater raiders is not true um in addition you feel like he's being honest with you you feel like he's telling you the truth as he understands it
2: so billy these these
0: he Blood sales?
2: Are they the ones? Are they the ones that are telling you all this history about about Booty Bay?
0: Well, yeah, of course. You know, I well, as as Butch will tell you, I grew up. Uh, he was over on the western side of um, what you call it, uh, that place. What we're Valley from, of the Four. The winds. Valley of the Four Winds. Thank you very much. The DM who's running this game forgot the name of the zone. Um, he uh he grew up all over on the western end of the valley. I grew up over on the eastern end of the valley. Um but uh like he was that, saying that's earlier That's why
3: that's probably why your family was spared. You know. Uh, Thankfully, th- yes. Thank, thank goodness.
0: Thankfully, yes. Um but yeah, I I spent most of my time over on Pandaria, so it's only been recently that I've even been off the island. And uh well, the captain uh was explaining to me that he was looking for help and told me all about what had happened in here and I'm I'm just happy to do my part.
1: Yeah, Billy, um, we were kind of thinking the same thing, too, about, you know, what an injustice was done for, uh, uh, you know, towards the blood sales, and that's, you know, why we're sitting here right now with you, because, you know, well, first of all, we're looking for some work here, you know, we're happy to do just about anything just to make, you know, we got, we got bills to pay, you know, who doesn't nowadays, but, um uh but yeah, you know we 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 know of the 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 plight and the 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 injustice that that's been done to the blood cells, and uh we'd like to do our part and and help out where we can.
0: well, I do appreciate hearing that you will understand how easy you're making my job today. I was supposed to come in here and sort of scout out and make sure that you know'cause they don't know they don't know me from a hole in the wall. Uh, but I done looked around and made sure that, you know, checking out to see if there were any sort of security things that we needed to know about or sort of scoping out the land. And also, my job was to come in here and see if I could not recruit some new crew and by gum, you sound like you're ready to join up. So, how can I measure you for your hats? We all wear these <laughs> fancy. We all wear these fancy red hats. They love them. They love them. They have red hats. I guess it's because of blood sale. Red. Okay. Red hats. I kind of get it.
3: Washer well, I, sure, I I want a hat. I don't know. How do you usually measure people for hats? Billy, what in the heck? Uh, li- listen, we signed up. When do we start?
0: Well, let's see. Um, they just be loading up, you know, like I say, what we uh, relieved uh, from the weapon shipments that were supposed to come up into town. Uh, we're supposed to be finishing that job probably pretty soon here. So, um i don't know i would say the earlier the better personally but i know that we're probably not going to be shipping out until at least midday tomorrow
1: you guys are loading this stuff up onto a ship now to leave out of this area
0: oh yeah we sure are we got a nice ship too it's called the sanguine spear and i like that a lot because you know what sanguine means it means hopeful did you know that i don't think that's what it means oh it's what it means look it up mm. that's what i was told
2: was it by the captain
0: no, it was by, um, well, we got <laughs> we we got this Swabby. He's, um, well, you'll meet him. Uh, we got this Swabby named Stinky Pete, and he was telling me all about how the Sanguine Spear is a symbol of hope for their uh, for their crew, and that was aptly named.
3: So Stinky Pete was telling you about a h- hopeful spear in the Booty Bay.
0: Butch, I can always count on you to make that kind of humor, man. You are my, you are my buddy. I bet you, I bet you, these people you're hanging out with don't appreciate you near as much as I do. You
3: know what? I, I was trying to be sneaky with that one, but uh, you you got it real quick. Real oh, you quick. can't
0: sneak past me. We talked about this before. You know you you can't sneak nothing past me, bro. Uh, <laughs>
3: all right. So you're talking about uh, setting sail tomorrow afternoon. So.
0: Uh yeah, probably sometime in the early afternoon tomorrow. I wouldn't be surprised if that was about when we were ready to, you know, hoist anchor and 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 head out. Uh, and like I say, our destination is um, well, it's a place that uh, again I ain't never been there, but it's called Plunder Isle, and you gotta figure there's gotta be money there. With a
3: name like Plunder 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 Isle,
0: are you kidding me? Mm. Man, they swimming in it. I guarantee. And we're going to be too. Well, I was a little, I might have been a little facetious earlier when I was telling you about how I was very moneyed. I'm not currently very, we're going to be very moneyed. We're going to become, because of all this treasure that's, that Captain says is out there. So we're going to get that. We're going to crew up. We're going to get a whole bunch of boats together. We're going to have a whole fleet. Going to drive them right down Main Street, right up into town. Take this place over. Kick them Blackwater people up out of here. And run this place like it's a, like a good wholesome town is supposed to be run with. Rib sticking food and 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 games and jo- and, and fa- happy families and 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 work for everybody.
3: All right, sounds like there's work for us. What do y'all think, Ari? Falkus? I think it sounds just too good to
1: be true. I think it's absolutely perfect. I, I think this will this will work out great for uh, for us and the blood sales.
3: Now, no, no, Billy. You. I, I just, I do want to ask you a little something. No, no, I th- we're, we're, we're in. We're, we're definitely coming. But you didn't make it up to first mate, which is pretty impressive. I'll tell you. I, I don't thank know who, you. Who, I thank you very much. Like, do you, do marry the captain's sister or something? What's going on? I don't know.
0: But, uh, I don't know if the captain has very many sisters. I got to tell you, um, if he does, my guess is they wouldn't be my type, but. <laughs> That's between that's between you and me and the wall. If you understand, he's one of them. He's one of them orc fellers, and he's you know on the bigger side. He's got like you know he's got. I respect him. He's a big dude. He's got you know muscles and all that, jam. Um, and man, he can swing an axe like you wouldn't believe. You'd be impressed, I think.
3: No, I but, bet I would be impressed, but but. But I'm sure uh, his
0: sisters, as lovely as they are, probably have better things to do than to spend any time with me. If uh, if you understand.
3: Well, what I'm saying and what I'm trying to say is. How do you know that you can trust him?
0: Uh, oh, that's a good, well, he we, we ain't never done me wrong so far as I'm aware. He brought me in, I've worked for him, he tells me he's gonna pay me and then he pays me when we do a job, you know, and in the meantime, I, you know, I maintain the morale of the crew and they seem to like me and I got a nice place to sleep and I, you know, every once in a while, Captain's like, hey, Battle Chin, what do you want, what do you want us to do? He don't sound like that, but I, you know, and then i Tell him I'm like ah oh, well I think maybe we might go over it on here and just check that out. And he goes, oh, that's a good suggestion, Battle Chin. You know what you're talking about. He's nice. He's I mean, he takes my advice, and I, sometimes he does, sometimes he doesn't. Um, but in general, uh, well, mm, I I will I will be honest with you. Um, he's he's real he's real uh, he's he's a little of the suspicious type. And if he thinks that you're not playing ball on his ship, you don't spend very much time on his ship.
3: Mm. Um,
0: and he's a little, uh, well, yeah, a little forceful with it, little, uh, little hard nosed, little, little shoot first and ask questions later kind of a fellow. But um, I mean, you know, you gotta. I respect. I, I, I get it. You know, you gotta be a strong captain. You gotta, you gotta put forth the law. And if the law ain't followed, well, you know. Mm, mm, mm.
3: You
1: you you. S- you seem like you, you you know the captain pretty well by this point in time. I, I i i if he's got if he trusts you enough to put you as the first mate and trusts you enough to come into town looking into the town that he wants to take to recruit new recruits, what would you recommend to a squabby bunch of bunch of folks like us three here who are just coming up on board here to to really make an impression on the captain? Like, what do you suggest that we do to just? we don't want to give him any doubts that we are 100 in on this right we want to make sure that we make that that first impression the best impression we can make
0: well i would say first of all bar none if you're given an order you got to follow it you know that's the easy part that's the easy part you're on a ship you got a captain that's just how it is you follow orders um this captain as i understand it because i haven't I haven't only been a sailor for a minute now. Um, this captain, as I understand it, is very, very um, not willing to put up with people who question orders or don't follow them to the letter. Outside of that, I think that my word of endorsement is going to go probably a pretty long way. If you're really looking to go that extra mile, if he tells you to swab the deck, you swab it good. If he tells you to stack the crates up, you make sure they don't topple, and if you, you know, just make sure you're doing the best job you can do. He takes notice of stuff like that. He makes sure that you know, because all I was doing was making sandwiches. What else, you know? What well, I was all I was brought on for. But you know, I made them. make sure I ask everybody, do you prefer, you know. We don't have a whole lot of condiments on the boat, but you know, if we had, let's say we have like a plethora of food. Do you prefer mustard or mayonnaise? We got to make sure we get your sandwich just right for you. And well, you know, you go that extra mile and now we we get somewhere. It's just about about making sure. I'm
3: sorry. Uh, Billy, do you know what the word plethora means?
0: Plethora. It means a whole bunch of different kinds like we used to have on the farms. We don't have like big, you know, six foot onions like we used to have, but.
3: Would you say we have a plethora? You of know what? Pink sandwiches.
0: You, 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 uh, you're making a really good point. My, in the in the in the valley, we used to talk one way, and out on the ship, they talk another way. Maybe my accent might have changed a little bit because I was out with the pirates <laughs> this whole time. I keep saying pirates. The DM did not say pirates because I've been out with you know sailors and on the on the water folk with all that and you know whatnot.
1: So with us coming on board here now too, like I mean, I, I'm 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 going to do whatever I need to do to to make sure that he is that the captain is is the happiest man in the world up there, and I make myself a good 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 impression. Um, if 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 you're if you first mate, you know, is a hierarchy on on the ship. How many other people you gotta you know um, get over to to get up there to. You know, not taking your rank or nothing, but, you know, how many people uh, uh, would we need to um, climb over to, to get to win the captain's uh, favor?
0: Ooh, I like you. You're a go-getter. I like that a lot about you. You're going to do real good on the ship. Listen, I got to tell you, first of all, thank you for telling me you're not going to try and take my job, because I do appreciate that. I would say, um, as as the DM does check his notes about who the crew is on the ship, I would say probably that um, along with me and the captain and the three of you, we're going to be a total of about 10 crew on the ship, including me and the captain and the three of you, we're about 10.
2: Billy, I like to think long-term, I am all about commitment. And like, like like, my companions have said here, we're we're all in. But let's say something was to happen to our poor, strong, muscular captain. Would that mean you'd be up next in charge?
0: Oh, I ain't never thought about that before. I,
2: Just hypothetical, again, long-term thinking.
0: I'm not super sure. I gotta tell you, uh, like I say, I um, haven't really been all that versed in what the... Ch- uh, chain of command is one thing, but I'm, I don't know. Maybe they hold an election as far as I I'm not actually sure. I ain't never investigated that. I would say uh, in the in the interim, in the time being, before we figured out who was going to be the new captain, probably me.
2: And your crew of, of 10, you said, including you and the captain, you guys are very loyal to each other. Well, as well as the captain, too. including us. Including are you all loyal to each other, or just to the captain? Oh uh, well, I would, would say, say loyalty
0: does go a long way. Absolutely. Um, I don't. Some of these, some of these cats. I mean, everybody sort of joins the crew for different reasons. You know, a couple of them are just hungry, want a place to eat. You know, some of them were were the down out of luck, uh, kicked out of their homestead, sort of folk. Um, so different people are on the crew for different reasons. So I'm sure they have their own loyalties and goals and whatnot, but. No. Okay.
3: Billy, you were telling me how down and out these uh, blood sail... Cell...
0: Oh, it's so sad. You... in a crime.
3: What are they, what are they called? Blood sail what?
0: Uh, buccaneers. I think it's another buccaneers. word. Buccaneers. For... I think that's a word for sailor. I'm pretty sure. You,
3: you think buccaneers is another word for sailor? All right. Yeah. I'm pretty so sure. The, so these, these blood sail... Sailors... Um... Who who told you the story about them being down and out, needing help?
0: Oh, I got all that from the captain.
3: Right. You know, right, and then you know, right. we got to
0: talking with the other crew, and the other crew were like, "Oh yeah, that's what happened."
3: That's what happened. That sounds that, that sounds right to me too. So, Billy, dang it, <sighs> I'm so happy to see you, and I'm so happy to be working with you. Real I'm so happy soon. to see you. So we'll uh. We'll roll up. We'll uh, get our breakfast on, or whatever you know, and uh, something about hats. You have hats waiting for
0: us. I'm sure we get you hats, everybody. Well, <laughs> no, the sun's real bright out there. I don't know if you've been spending very much time on the open ocean since you left the island, but the sun gets pretty bright out there sometimes. So we wear hats, I absolutely. Just, that's, so You're i already just already halfway, just halfway say there, my hats. little buddy. And he points to Falkus, who's wearing an eye patch indoors for some reason. <laughs>
3: Oh, all right then. So, uh, we'll, we'll meet you at the docks about midday, yeah?
0: All right. I think that'll be just fine. We're probably going to be just fixing to finish up on loading everything up and, you know, doing all the inventory and doing all the work and whatnot what you want to do here's where we're going to be at right leave town through you know how over on the other side of town from where we are you know horseshoe shape right if you go there's like this sort of weird switchbacky kind of did you guys come by boat or did you come by foot how'd you get into town we
3: came by boat
0: oh all right well then you haven't been out of town yet then
3: no we ain't been walking around or we just got here
0: Oh, well, then this is as fortuitous as all get out. All right, so here's what we're going to do head on on the other side of town. You'll find this ramp that runs switch back up the side of the hill, go through a cave. You're going to come out the mouth of a big old shark for some reason. Hang a hard right. You're going to head down to the shore. Hang another hard right. You're going to hang all the way down to the southernest tip of Stranglethorn. Stranglethorn? Is that what this place is called? Stranglethorn. And uh, down there, you're going to see like, you know, series so of sandbars, tiny little islands, and whatnot. I'll hook you guys up. Uh, when um, you said right around midday, I'll come. I'll swing out on a, like a little rowboat. That's how I got over here. I'll swing by on a little rowboat, pick you all up. We'll go out to the boat.
3: Did anyone else write down those instructions? Because that, that that's more than... I get more, it. More not, I, I get it. Thank you. We're good. All right, then, Billy. And I, I stand up and, uh, you know, my chair scoots back and... Um, I'm guessing he takes my cue and...
0: Oh, immediately.
3: Yeah, and then I give him the biggest, biggest hug. This is one of my oldest friends.
0: He reciprocates.
3: And uh, I guess Sly is there, too, still. With, you know, Sly's not been saying anything. Uh, yeah. Pardon me?
0: Uh, he has not been saying very much. He is He is present.
3: Okay. And... Uh, are we in, like, our room? <laughs> <laughs> like we
0: I don't know. Hmm. Um, that's actually to your discretion because the 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 order was well, well, let's go find somewhere quiet and you guys do have somewhere quiet, but this doesn't have to be your room necessarily.
1: I think it would be like we lead the we we escort them out and then we're in here privately by ourselves to discuss. Yeah. I think that's perfect. Talk.
0: All right. Um so then in that case you guys say your goodbyes. Um Billy would leave first like strutting like he just won the lottery and Garrett kind of gives you guys a wink like man you got you know with that look on his face like this is going to be easy and then leaves out with him and then you guys are in there by yourselves the three of you
3: all
1: right we'll see y'all tomorrow Billy's made his way on and out and as Sly Garrett's making his way out of a room and he says that I'm gonna kind of give him a a, a strong grip like on his shoulder or somewhere just to mean that I mean business and and whisper him Garrett I know you like to talk you know what you're supposed to do in this case right and make and make a a symbol of zip lips and throw away the key right
0: he leans in and says if I say one word about all of this it's going to be my rear end on the line so you guys go do your thing, and I'm just going to be hanging out downstairs, you know, doing my thing. It's quiet. Mum's the word.
1: I'm going to tip him a gold piece just just to ensure that you you. And I'm going to say to him too, it's like you've done us a huge favor today. I I really we like kind of point over my shoulder back in the room at, at Butch and Ari. We really appreciate this, and um, and I'm sure the town here as well is going to appreciate what we're trying to do here. So you are doing a wonderful service to your business here in 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 Booty Bay and of course the continuing business of Booty Bay do you know what i mean
0: he takes it happily immediately shoves it deep into his pocket and says yeah yeah anytime absolutely and then makes it takes his exit if there's anything else
1: I'm going to look up and down the hall a little bit and listen out a little bit for any sounds of potentially prying ears or anything like that, that we're going to go back in here and continue our conversation. Probably should have done that at first because we're like talking blood sail, this and blood sail that through the door. And it's just like, uh. so anyway, I, I just want to check for uh, security measures prior to us going back in here and discussing our next steps.
0: Two things. First of all, You would have been quiet enough over the course of your conversation, except probably for Billy, who gets a little over-exuberant, but he never—he knows that he's in enemy territory, so he wouldn't have said anything loudly that would have been a problem. So you're okay there, you feel. For the second thing, roll me a perception check.
1: Falkus rolled a 14. Seems okay. All right. So, yeah, I'm going to turn around and head back in the room.
0: All right.
3: Once the door is closed, um, Ari focus I've known Billy my entire life and I trust him implicitly but I don't I don't think he's lying to us but I don't think he knows the whole truth either
2: I 100% agree I think especially knowing your judgment Butch I think Billy believes what he's been told is the truth but what he's been told is not the truth. I'm going to tell you right now, I ain't
3: doing nothing that's going to hurt Billy.
2: I agree. I don't think, although he may be with the blood sale. What, what do you call them, bu- Buccaneers? Blood Buccaneers? You know, Buccaneers doesn't mean sailor, right? I know, I know Buccaneers doesn't. I think... Billy is a very, very trusting man, and he has been led down a path. And I think maybe as an added benefit, we can bring him back a little bit from that path. I'm just but saying not I, hurting Billy. How no, do you I agree?
3: How do you go from making branded sandwiches to being first mate on a pirate ship?
2: Know. Well, I think. Having had a few instances where I may have taken a situation and spun it to my advantage. That they may have seen a na- naive young panda fresh off the boat, not knowing much about this land and saw an opportunity. Because look at, look at what he did here. I, he thinks he's running the, the good fight.
1: I, I was going to say the same exact thing that I think that giving him that position is a strategic move by the captain. Uh, to really do just that. Um, to, to take somebody who is so malleable, um, and... Oh, come on now. A, okay, come on. You saw that. Even, even, I saw the look in your eye. Even you knew that a lot of the stuff he
3: was spewing was not, that's not the true history of this I'm place. I'm just saying, we're... He was told one thing, he believed it, but I... I he was. It just, it it just doesn't seem right to me. It do- doesn't seem... I, I, Maybe he's malleable.
1: What I, f- what I foresee happening here, what we're going to need to do, because if we do what we're fixing to do, um, we're going to really hurt your friend. And it's going to look really bad in his eyes. We're going to need to do something in a way that's going to either out the captain for what they're truly doing um or you know the crew and and the main goal of of what they're doing here is is we need to hopefully what we do will be in a way in which it's going to out the true intentions of of these guys here and that we don't also lose your friend in the process i'm not saying that i'm not saying that we're offing him too or anything like that i'm just saying also just losing him as a friend you know what i mean i'll tell you
2: you, go go ahead. ahead ari Say, so you know Billy better than us, obviously. First impression of him, and I'm pretty good at first impressions, he's a good old boy. He doesn't want to hurt a fly. He thinks he's fighting the good fight here. If we were to out and out bring him in on this, would he believe you? No. And you may not know that yet, uh, but would he believe
3: you? He's been with these people for a while. Uh, t- uh, t- uh.
2: Is there something we would have to do to maybe make him believe? And I don't know what that is. I
1: mean, we can use this to our advantage if we, like you said, bring him in on the same thing too. But we need to somehow set it up in a way that it really makes him change his he point of view. He knows he's been tricked. Yes, and he knows that he's been used. I don't know. Somehow get him, get him, get him overhearing maybe the captain saying something about him. Who knows? We'll have to. We're going to have to see when, if and when the
3: opportunity arises once we get on that ship. Well, I. I do want to try to get Billy over on our side, but I'm going to tell you right now, we are not going to do anything that's going to put his life in danger. And if I... I'm going to look at you right in the eye, right now, and I'm going to say something to you, and I want you to remember it. If you, either one of you, try to do something to Billy, if you you try to do something, if you try to kill Billy... I'll kill you. Butch,
1: what I saw in here tonight, he's family to you. And then that, to me, speaks louder than anything else that I know and I hold dear and true. So you can have my word that I would not do anything. If you do see something, it might be to temporarily remove him from the situation. I'll I'll, I'll tell you that much, to be honest out front. I may have to remove him from the situation. But he will not be harmed. He might have a headache in the morning, but he would not be harmed much.
2: All right. Like Falka said, he is kin to you. And so he is not the target. He will not be the target. And if it gets to that point, I will stand right by your side and do what needs to be done. All right. To protect him.
3: I, I believe he he believes something that's not true. And that the rest of us we can we can go on with our plans, but I don't think that he's he's, he's going to get the treasure he's thinking he's going to get from this plunder island. But I mean to make sure he does.
1: I mean, and I, I don't think. Go ahead. I was just gonna say. I mean, if we can get this to to turn around, I mean, he may leave. He might leave out of here with a pirate ship. You know, we who knows how this is going to play out, but, uh, you know, maybe he we can, we can show him something and he turns the rest of that crew around. Who knows? Like I said, we're, we're not going to know until we, until we show up on deck tomorrow.
3: All right. No, I, I I think that our goals and his goal, I, I don't think there's anything conflicting there. I think that he can get what he wants. I think we can get what we need (laughs) For the people that they want, and everything can, everyone well, everyone that matters can be happy. Yeah, agreed. Yep. All right, then. I think that'd be great. We should uh, maybe have another couple beers, get a good night's sleep, get a good breakfast, and head over to that boat. And we wait, you know, for midday tomorrow.
0: Okay. So you guys do that. You continue to converse throughout the night. You guys enjoy a nice dinner and uh, several beers um, or whatever other drinks that you guys are ready, ready to have. Um, you see no incident between now and the next morning. And when we wake uh, before,
1: up... Before nightfall, um, I'll go outside and I'm going to check the mailbox because uh, we have something that we sold on the auction house that might be ready and delivered, so maybe before we hide out we might have enough gold to purchase something or another.
0: Yeah, you find a small package that's made out to the three of you.
1: Awesome. I'll bring it into the room and open it. What's inside?
0: Inside, you find 45 gold pieces and 20 silver pieces, so that totals out to the 47 because of the way the silver converts. And you find what is essentially an invoice. One golden bear claw statue piece, um, and it lists who the purchaser was and what the relevant fees were and all of that other information. Um, But yeah, it it comes with the money you've been paid.
1: How much was it again?
0: 45 gold pieces and 20 silver pieces.
1: Okay. Um, I'm going to split that up here in a second. I got to do some math. Yeah, it's 15 gold a piece, and then um, the 20 silver breaks out to... Uh, six each I'll give Butch and Ari the extra one and one so seven and seven
3: I like that drink
1: so each get 15 gold and seven silver and I'll take 15 gold and six silver
0: cool yeah we'll pick up next time we play Um, fixing to go help some happy sailors It looks like Butch's childhood friend is in a tight spot and doesn't even realize it. How will our heroes deal with the pirate threat without bringing harm to Billy? What are the secrets held in this mysterious plunder isle? How did Billy get his ridiculous nickname? We'll find out all that and more next week when we queue up for more Heroic Dungeons and dragons Please follow us at twitter.com/heroicdnd where you'll find our players social media info and a link to our discord server